Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, we'll talk about the corridor of uncertainty. EU imports of Ukrainian goods are under the spotlight and with the Russian Agmin 2023-24 crop forecast. Prices initially recovered at the start of the week before succumbing to a fresh wave of selling by fund managers who yesterday were credited with selling in excess of 1.3 million metric tonnes on the CBOT SRW wheat futures market. Reasons given for this were the reopening of the corridor following two days of closure and an agreement between the EU and Poland to allow the transit but not import of goods through Poland to their final destination. How this will be monitored is unclear and potentially open to abuse. It appears that no ships sailed from the corridor yesterday despite the reopening and hopes are diminishing that the corridor will be extended beyond the 18th of May deadline, which will make ship owners less inclined to send their vessels to the Black Sea. Another negative was the EU's decision to award €100 million to the five EU members who wanted to ban Ukrainian imports, which is a negligible amount split five ways. Brussels also intends to impose restrictions on Ukrainian imports into the EU, which are yet to be defined, although stable door, horse and bolted springs to mind. The Russian Agmin, at a meeting chaired by Putin, said in a statement that their 2023-24 wheat crop would be 78 million metric tonnes, which included, quote, territories claimed by Russia, unquote. This is 26 million tonnes below the 22-23 production forecast of 104 million tonnes by some analysts and reinforces the USDA's contention that the higher number was unfeasible. It also brings into question recent Ukrainian forecasts that their 2023-24 crop will be similar in size to this year, especially if those areas claimed by Russia are removed, which accounted for 10 million tonnes plus. Someone is being economical with the truth, which adds to the lack of transparency in the region. It is becoming ever clearer that Russian exports will be state-controlled going forward now that major multinational grain businesses have exited the Russian market. Another less plausible reason for price pressure was the potential for rain in the hitherto drought-ravished US winter wheat areas, which is almost certainly too little too late. Elsewhere, Spain is suffering from extreme drought, which is spreading to North Africa – whilst the US North, Northwest and Canada are getting more snow and flooding, which is not conducive to spring wheat plantings. For now, at least the market, or to be more specific, the fund managers, do not see any of the above as potential problems as they continue to trash the derivative markets, which makes it increasingly difficult to define physical market values. This week's malting barley headlines, third country trade exports, spring planting now complete in England and forward sales look historically high. With still no formal domestic or near-continent interest, we've been able to dig up some third country trade for a cargo of malting barley, which we were able to load and ship from Sharpness this week. It's as well because other boats of Planet and Laureate, which were due in April into Portsmouth and Poole, have been delayed. These were sold for shipment in March and April, but end-user demand from breweries and maltsters has fallen dramatically. 
Our farm suppliers are very understanding of this delay, which is not of our making, and are fully appreciative of the benefit to supplying the easier quality export home, as opposed to trying to deliver to domestic maltings. Plantings of spring barley are now complete in most of England. Scotland still have some to do, as does Denmark and Sweden. France is looking like the Garden of Eden in terms of its spring barley. The only place of concern is Spain, where they've had little rain since January. Dry, sunny weather in the south means that the barley planted in March is looking good, where the barley planted in January and February is now having to catch up, having gone through various checks to its normal growing pattern. Those more confident of their spring barley are now making some forward sales to put a line in the sand. Irrespective of the final price, with premiums of circa £50 per tonne over feed in the autumn, sales are now being made on the basis that if it's the worst sales made, there'll be plenty more to sell at better money. Also, the price and premiums are historically high for any forward malting barley sales made before the war. On to oilseed rape and this week's headlines, the Black Sea Corridor stoppages, European rapeseed imports and European deforestation law. Another volatile week. News of Black Sea Corridor stoppages and several EU countries banning imports of Ukrainian grains helped to boost rapeseed and rival oils earlier in the week, with Matif gaining €37.75 in just two trading sessions. But this was short-lived, and prices have since fallen as ships started moving through the corridor again and Poland reached an agreement to allow Ukraine grain to pass through it However, other countries are still considering restrictions. European rapeseed imports also continue at a strong pace as they reach 6.37 million metric tonnes compared with 4.22 million last year. Brazilian and Argentine soybeans continued to be a market focus as the Brazilian soybean harvest is now over 95% complete and the basis continues to find new lows as the trade there struggles to manage the record crop. Meanwhile, Refinitiv report the early Argentine soybean harvest to be near a record low yield amid the historic drought. They comment that the continued dryness forecast could potentially help facilitate the harvest, but the downside will more than likely outweigh the benefits. Soybean futures have also been supported by a strong demand as NOPA released US crushing data on Monday, which showed the US soybean crush jumping to a 15-month high, processing 185.81 million bushels of soybeans. Malaysian palm oil futures rose more than 3% on Tuesday as it tracked strength in related edible oils amid threats to the Black Sea. However, the price has since dipped, with weakening rival veg oils and crude, along with falling exports dragging prices further. The European Parliament approved a landmark deforestation law on Wednesday to ban imports of commodities into the EU if they are linked to the destruction of the world's forests after 2020. This applies to palm oil, soy, beef, wood, cocoa, coffee, rubber, charcoal and derived products including leather, chocolate and furniture. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for May 23 at £190, November 200, feed barley for May 175 and November also 175, oilseed rape for May 377 to 382 and November 390 to 395. Thanks for listening.
To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.